but here it is, the Bourbon Brothers Podcast. More of a one, two, three kind of guy, but you know, whatever. I think one, two, three. We've always done three, two, one. I think we've literally. Joe Delabella does one, two, three, which is weird. Hello and welcome to the Bourbon and Brothers podcast. My name is Flynn. I'm going to be one of the hosts for the evening. I'm here with my fellow hosts, Kevin Reynolds. Happy to be here. Andrew, new new father, Hovecamp. Puppy father. How's it going, guys? <laughs> and Jacob Pretty's here. What's up? I'm... I don't even know if I'm back because I just think we haven't released in such a long time that I think the last episode. No, I you missed the last, the last one. episode. We all did. That was that was also uh, the uh, the perfect debatable. time to do the Norm Macdonald from Celebrity Jeopardy and just go. Ah, it's not what it says. So that Flynn would then read the name that it says. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, the Zoom. The Zoom. Your, your Zoom is stupid head. Uh, <laughs> oh nice. Which your head has been described as many things, and I think stupid is pretty accurate, but large is is probably more accurate. Large, stupid, big, stupid head. Yeah, pretty. Stupid, you weren't here last time because we big ranked birds. Um, so I'll be curious who you think the best bird is, uh, since you weren't here for our ranking of birds. It's the peregrine falcon, obviously. Okay, well, solid choice. I wouldn't, wouldn't say be, obviously, but it it was it, a quality so it's a I, selection. I you'll agree you'll be Jacob. disappointed in us. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or proud of us. I'm proud of us in many ways. Frickin' penguins. Um, I'm glad we're getting back to something serious and pass. important this week. Yeah, we're getting back to something real serious. We're going to rank something else today. So uh, be sure to follow us on the Instagrams and the Twitters at Airbnb. Good. So tonight I am drinking some bourbon. It is uh, called OKI Reserve. And Mm. so it's the batch one that came out recently of OKI Reserve. OKI is a brand that used to be sold by New Riff before New Riff started making their own stuff. And so once they stopped buying the stuff from MGP, which is based in Indiana, um, and sourcing that, they stopped calling it OKI. So MGP started putting out OKI single barrel picks that liquor stores could do uh, or groups have done. So I have a few other OKI picks. Um, OKI stands for Ohio, Kentucky, Indiana. And so this is the OKI Reserve. And so they have mixed, blended together five different whiskeys. And they have the batch on here. Uh, It's a low rye bourbon that's between 8 and 10 years old. There's a high rye bourbon between three and eight years old. There's uh, a 95% rye whiskey that's nine years old, a rye corn whiskey that's nine years old, and what they call a light whiskey, which is 10 years old. And so those are blended together uh, to make this OKI Reserve. It's batch one. It's kind of hard to find. Um, I I got two bottles of it, and so I was planning to open one, um, but I accidentally left one of the bottles in my new vehicle. I bought a Jeep and I left it in there the day I bought it. And the next day the cork had popped out spilling about five ounces of bourbon in my new car. So it, instead of smelling like a new car, it smelled like bourbon, which I then had a friend ask, did you ask for this car to be scented bourbon? (laughs) Not knowing that I had uh, spilled some, I said, no, that, that, that's just me being me. Um, So I pulled a Jacob pretty, Yep, pulled a pretty. Yeah, uh, which I have a lot of experience with that. We we've given pretty a pretty rough go for you know ruining what became a rare and pretty special bottle to have had. 
And um, yep. So I feel like we should do the same for you, and just just note uh, that twice over, twice over. It was that. rare and expensive because um, it's like a ninety dollar <laughs> bottle of whiskey, which is not nothing. No, but at the same time, it only spilled like four or five ounces, uh, and I've I've been drinking on it ever since, and so it didn't ruin it. It just wasted a little bit of it. Not that it's bad. really just, good. I, I bought a fantastic. couple bottles of it too. One to one to hang on to. Um, in my batch one collection and one to drink, and the one that I've been drinking is quite good. Um, what Very I'll say about it is the people who, like me, aren't big on rye, it's still really, really good and approachable for, for us non-rye drinkers. He said the word rye a lot describing it, and I don't think it tastes like a rye. I think it's, it, it's, it really it's a is. lower – because of all the blends, it's probably on the lower mid-side of rye. It's still probably 51% corn with all the mixes, um, yeah. making it still a bourbon. And so it's it's a, a rye-ish forward bourbon that's very good. Yeah, I find rye bourbons to be most of the time delightful and rye whiskeys to be most of the time not ever what I want. So it's a very fine line. Between you like it as rye. a secondary flavor. At, yeah. At, yeah. You can, I can taste the rye and, be, and enjoy it. But I, I need to taste the corn first. Fair enough. So what are you drinking of, Cam? Um, yeah, enough about the Aki. Let's talk about my nine-year-old whiskey of Knob Creek. Um, not, a, not a pretty standard, uh, findable, 100-proof, nine-year bourbon, um, which is really difficult to find, not in the liquor store, but it's difficult to find bourbon that has just been aged nine years and costs less than $30. So Knob Creek, because they're kind of massive as part of Jim Beam, uh, does that. It is not the best nine-year bourbon you would ever taste, but you didn't pay for the best nine-year bourbon you've ever tasted. You paid to sip something for under $30, and you will do that and have a great time. And that's what I'm doing. I think if you found a Knob Creek nine-year for under $30, you found a pretty tremendous value. I mean, that's... Mm -hmm. Well, I was I excited to get it, it. I don't think it costs that most places. I mean, I was it just about to look I, it, it up It was real not quick. marked down that I saw. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I believe, like like I've said, I believe you. But I'm looking at Knob Creek Nine Year online at Party Source right now, and it's marked down from forty nine to forty seven dollars. So I think you got a tremendous deal. Um, oh, I would yeah. have bought. I would have bought almost the entire inventory if if I found Knob Creek Nine Year at under $30. Uh, that's that's a leader. It's an excellent deal. Uh, no, here we go. Knob Creek, Kentucky, straight bourbon whiskey. Now that's a 375. Good Lord, just put the normal one out there. So just wanted to say that. Um, it, is, the other thing it, I, was, it was a good deal, but it is not great deal. as great expensive, deal. I don't feel like, as you are describing. I'm just saying at the largest liquor store in the state of Kentucky, which has pretty reasonable bourbon prices, it's $48 right now. So You mean in the world? In the world, yeah. It's the largest liquor store in the world. It's the largest indoor liquor store in the world, yeah. Party source in Newport. Yeah. yeah. It is the that's largest true. liquor wow. store in the world. Yeah, that's true. I feel like I'm looking at it at places for like 28 But also, Party Source is overpriced uh, by at least Mm -hmm. 2 or $3. Everything they have, sometimes upwards of $10, yeah. Okay, well, maybe that's true. But anyway, what I was going to say is I think that's an interesting thing for us to talk about. The other thing that – one of the things that happened recently was the – we had the 4th of July uh, 
shindigs at the house and these guys were over and we had a good time and uh friend of the pod and superstar uh tracy came to hang out and brought her boyfriend cody and one of the things that we got to talking with cody about was he's become a listener and he wants us to talk more about bourbon and how we know certain stuff. And so what, what matters when we talk about, well, I, you know, I think this and this I and drink this. and I know things. That's, I drink that's really, that's really I know it. Things. I drink. So I just wanted I to add things. to that last conversation about rye in the sense that rye adds a, a, a spiciness, almost like a pepperiness to the, to the bourbons that makes it more complex. Um, and so that's when we talk about I'm more – I like weeded bourbons better because they're a little bit sweeter and lighter. Um, the rye whiskey people like that extra spice note. So just bringing that up because, you know, uh, a friend of the pod asked us to talk a little bit more about what we mean when we say we like it or what those different grains mean to the bourbon mash. Um, speaking of which, I'll transition to what I'm drinking. Which Kroger is, Liquor does have it regular price for thirty three ninety nine. So I may have found it on sale for like five bucks cheaper. Interesting. Interesting. Um, so I'm having Wilderness Trail. Um we, we solid. We've <laughs> talked about Wilderness Trail before. Um, the last time we drank it, I believe I was at uh, Casa de Hove Camp. Um, but I found something today that I had not seen before or had before, and it's Wilderness Trail bottled and bond. So it's a hundred proof Wilderness Trail um, versus their typical ninety four proof, and um, it's quite good. Um, what they do is they make their mash bill from rye, corn, and malted barley. Um, and they put it in the um, barrel at 110 proof. Um, and typically, as bourbon goes in the barrel and the water evaporates out of it during the aging process, the proof will go up. And so it would, what they do, I guess, for the bottled and bond is they'll proof it down to 100 proof before they bottle it. Um, it's non-chill filtered, and they, they call it a sweet mash instead of a sour mash, which I thought was kind of an interesting take on it. But they did not give me the percentages. Um, that's interesting. I, you say non-chill filtered because I, I have seen online that that is something that people really look for in bourbons, but I don't know what that really means. Non-chill filtered? Yeah, but like I don't know what it means in terms of how it makes it better because I see that term sometimes, but I've never tried a a just normal bourbon versus a non-chill filtered bourbon or NCF is what people call it sometimes. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Is it so re- is it really in terms of says, flavor? It says like they've never, they, their beer they is They say it, they brewed, brew it cold, never. which I don't know. Like, yeah. Whatever. Okay. Um, so I would imagine <laughs> that it's like the difference between your Coors Lights and your Bud Lights, which is enjoy it. Right. My, <laughs> my understanding of non-chill filtered, and I could be totally wrong cause I'm just kind of pulling this out of my ass here. Is like that always. It, it means, yeah, right. It's kind of like a, a, where when you do something where you have it chilled very quickly, I think in theory it would potentially <laughs> cause some of the flavor to just, or not flavor, but, uh, kind of like a similar thing when you like skunk a beer, you know? No. Like, that yes. is not what it is. Yes, if you, Here it is. Don't okay. chill, if you chill filter, it skunks the whiskey. That's exactly I, what happens. I, I, this, is what, this, is what, this is what it says on Google, um, and I still don't understand it. Non-chill filtered spirits are those spirits that have not had those naturally occurring congeners sieved from them, sort of like sieved. natural wine. Sieved. Sieved from them. Whatever, yeah. same thing. Um, and so it, it just adds a different thing. kind of wilder flavor to it. Apparently, yeah. So Flynn, when you make a when you make a nice 
red wine, for example, one of the things that some people will do, some wineries will do, is they'll pour it directly out of the barrel into the bottles. And over time, as the wine ages, natural sediments, sediments that are particles of, of um, grape, of dirt, of twig, of the oak barrels that they're in, will settle on the bottom of the wine. But because they've been in there the whole time, the flavor is continuing to enhance. With some wines, people who don't like getting a glass of wine and noticing that there's sediment in the bottom of it, um, people who don't like that experience want their wine to be filtered so that that isn't the case. But wine, some wine purist snobs say the sediment is where the continual flavor in the aging process of aging your wine in the bottle for years in a cellar comes from. So you want to keep it in there. Bourbons that are non-chill filtered are not like they said, sieved the same way Seed. that they would where you might find particles over time. But I've not experienced that with bourbon ever. Like I've never seen floating char at the bottom of a bottle, whether it's chill filtered or non-chill filtered. And so that, that hasn't been my experience. I don't... Um, would you like a whiskey stick? Because then you can experience floating char at yeah. the bottom of your glass. <laughs> You're welcome. No, I'm good. So, pretty. I think you're last. One. Uh, what are you drinking? Uh, so, uh, I I'm in Rhode Island. I think was mentioned earlier. Uh, maybe not actually part of the recording, but I'm in Rhode Island, and I made the foolish mistake of journeying up to Rhode Island, Sands Bourbon. So, fortunately, I I haven't made it to the liquor store yet while working on this um, this gig. But fortunately, I did have in my car. Uh, the remainder of this great Jones bourbon from New York, which as I've, it, maybe it's because I haven't had uh, some good Kentucky bourbon, but this stuff's actually like very solid. Um, and I definitely think that the price point when not in New York City, because I did look it up online, when not in New York City, the price point is fair for the, the flavor and the value. Um, it's, it's definitely uh, closer to like a maker's mark in terms of the spice of it and the kind of, uh, but it's not it's not as like spicy as a rye. But I am enjoying it. I'm gonna down it. Uh, probably finish it off tonight. Polish it off, and then more than likely try to see if there's some weird Rhode Island bourbon that I haven't heard of. I don't know. Drink a lot of Narragansett beer up here. Hashtag not a sponsor, but you know it's fine. But anyways, that's that, what I'm that drinking. That should be your job so. is to get the the beer in Rhode Island companies to sponsor our podcast our while you're podcast. there you should get some rhode island sponsors for us some listeners you know, yeah we'll do in yeah, the smallest pod. state in the union one last thing real quick yes. back to chill filtering in the early bourbon days uh, um one of the chief concerns with bourbon because of other spirits being clarity of the spirit being an important thing was they wanted the aesthetic they because they wanted it to look not cloudy. They want it to be a clear spirit. So non-chill filtered whiskeys will become cloudy in the bottle and the glass at lower temperatures. So they, customers were thinking there was something wrong with the whiskey if it became cloudy versus the way other spirits are naturally clear. Now people are, because we're getting into the higher proof stuff and loving that extra flavor, people want it to be cloudier because they think cloudy. it adds the depth. Mm, so got it. Coors Light versus makes Bud sense. Light. It's sure. literally in everyone. It's in your head. If it's good or not. If, it's, uh, oh. if it makes it better or not, so it's someone, in your own head. If okay, someone chill it. filters it uh, and you go to the distillery where they chill filter it, they will brag about it. If they don't chill filter and you go to that distillery, they will brag about it. 
Yep. I'm not yep. kidding you. There, there's on on some of these Facebook groups, you could you could have a bottle, the same bottle. One says non-chill filtered, and the other doesn't. And the the price fluctuation between the two is like fifty bucks, yeah. just because of psychology and it's fascinating so i'm gonna look yeah, for that bogus, just so i can rip sure. people off and yeah. flynn knows psychology he was a minor i was a minor and you're we were all minors were you really <laughs> you had a psych minor, yeah, was a psych minor. Flynn, one other thing one other thing i forgot to mention um because i did the maths for you quick maths so your your bourbon that spilled out you wasted about 18 dollars worth of bourbon so you're welcome. <laughs> that actually that actually is important math and i was starting to count to count it and then forgot about it <laughs> so, right, so what are we doing Flynn, tonight, Flynn? Flynn could have just crumbled up a twenty, thrown it in the trash, uh, and that would have been the same much thing. better That's than exactly the time that did. I got my car, um, which was even worse than me getting my Jeep because the first day I had my now old car, but it was new at the time. It was 2014, and my my neighbor came up and he he's like, "My dog ran away. Can you help me?" And it, it's it's a hybrid, <laughs> and so uh, and so the car is a hybrid, and hybrids a just stop running. Uh, that they, they, they kind of shut off, and I didn't realize that, and so. I I didn't know that my car was on and so I opened the door it snags on the car next to me my my car is going in reverse while I'm trying to get back in and my door snaps off um, and so that was the first day I had my new car um, and I was livid at that dog because I hated that dog too so um not as bad as my experience with the with my my old car I think if pretty crunches the numbers on door versus four ounces of bourbon uh, oh, 100%. the door will be more yeah. expensive. Oh yeah, I think the oh, yeah. takeaway from that story is Flynn no longer drives a hybrid. So I know, I don't. Let's I all be aware. Of way that. worse gas mileage uh, now than uh, my hybrid. So I'm a little sad uh, about that now that gas. Why don't you tell us about awful. how good you're doing? <laughs> <laughs> I am extremely rich. Uh, it, it, it's it's unimaginable. Though I did get a little worried today at work because Kevin uh, thrice complimented me. And I was like, should I be worried that I'm about to get fired today? Like, is he buttering me up to just be like, mm, you don't have a job anymore? Because he, he complimented me three times. Only twice work-related. Well, no. Once work-related, once attire-related, and then once uh, saying good idea for the game we're playing tonight. And so... Did he say, did he say nice haircut, Flynn? He did not, because I didn't get a haircut. But Kevin did. Hey, you, you look haircut. fancy is not a compliment. <laughs> For me it just means you're wearing a you're wearing a sport coat over your polo shirt and no, I'd like to I was know wearing why. a button up. I, I was is, wearing a button up. Yeah, that is, wearing that a is short like saying, Oh Flynn, up. you're wearing glasses. Yeah. That was <laughs> not a compliment. I Flynn. took it as a compliment. <laughs> Leave it like that, okay? And then and then on a on on another thing that you, you had written nice work and I could barely read what you wrote because your handwriting is so terrible. So I was like with my awesome new pens and yeah, your the, awesome new pens. <laughs> I got really excited. I bought new pens this week. It was pretty awesome. Um highlights And I was adult. complimenting the graphic designer who designed the piece, not you. So, I just like to Make that really clear. Okay, um, so you you complimented me once today, um, guys. Can we do the don't. podcast? <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, this, this um, need for you to be complimented by Kevin. Listen, Kevin is, and I have been really drinking for like thirty minutes not on air. 
Kevin and I were drinking like 30 minutes before you all even joined the Zoom. So uh, sorry that we got I mean, sidetracked before even that starting. So tonight we have two segments for you. You're probably like, yeah, that's probably a good thing because they took 20 minutes in the intro. Um, <laughs> you wait on pretty. You see how it feels. Right. <laughs> So tonight we're going to be ranking, uh, very serious ranking yet again. And then I have a game for us uh, that's going to be a brand new game that I'm bringing to you all. So hopefully it doesn't suck. So, Pretty, would you like to explain what ranking we're doing? This podcast is rank. Ew. Yes, because you probably are throwing it to me thinking, haha, Pretty didn't prepare and doesn't know what we're doing. But tonight, we are, uh, we are, I'm not going to lie, when I originally read the text, I did think uh, we were ranking the best Elvis things, um, <laughs> and I was prepared to rank Elvis songs. I was also prepared to ra- rank Elvis impersonators, and I was also prepared to rank Elvis-related items of all sorts. You Only think there are you realize, know, 10 Elvis impersonators that you could rank. And you think that there's 10 of them that people would be like, oh, yeah, that, that impersonator. I mean, there's the, the new movie that came out. There's yeah. Jesse Katsopoulos from Full, Full House. There's yeah. two I know. They're pretty good. We, I mean, we can just go back just and like Day. do general. I'll say Elvis. Jessica Day. Jessica <laughs> Day is right up there. Yeah, exactly. Korean, Korean Elvis from uh, <laughs> uh, Metro okay. Okay, that's four. So we're yep. getting close, Hove. Uh, <laughs> quality content Call can be made we're actually doing. <laughs> no, I didn't. But what we're actually ranking today is we're ranking elves. Elves. Uh, and yes, yes, listeners, uh, elves. That is correct. Spelling um, We are talking about elves, all things elvish. Um so I'm sure we're going to go across several gamuts of several universes with I this. Bet. Uh, I but bet we're, we do. <laughs> we're going through some some intense elves moments. Pretty as uh, as Flynn kicked it to you to introduce the segment. I get to set the order. Right? You get to set the order. Right, which obviously we're going with most likely to be mistaken for an elf. <laughs> which is Kevin. <laughs> go ahead, Kevin. <laughs> Kevin's number one. Okay, don't don't disagree yet. <laughs> then Hove, then Hove Camp, then Pretty, then Flynn. Elves can know, be fat. Okay, I don't know Let's of a single elf that has facial hair though. Uh, ooh, that's a good point. That's so good point. I was thinking that Flynn. I mean, I'll take I'll take last. number two. Okay, I'll take no, number no, two. No, no, that's fine. fine no, I'm just pointing out nope, flaws nope, in your ranking. Nope, I'll you, go nope, second. I'll happily nope, do it. You, nope. Nope, nope, nope. It's now Kevin Pretty, Hove Camp. Flynn. When they see Jacob, they're like, who made that elf into a bobblehead? <laughs> it's a pop elf. See, <laughs> I'd get more mistaken for a dwarf elf. or a hobbit than an elf. But anyways, Kevin, you're up first. I'm up what first. What is the most... And this should be clarified for the listeners. We're not necessarily saying most powerful elf or most... We're saying whatever we want to say with our own ranking. Best elf. This is how I get yelled at every time. Elves not dictate what I say. (laughs) I will do what I want to do when I describe elves. This is like the penguin debacle of 2022. I mean, you don't know how I rank my elves. Elf camp's like, I want to just put penguins. It was like, you're not just going to put penguins. We could rank... Ten best birds of all time, and there could be three different penguins that make this list. I mean, they didn't, but there could have I been. I mean, I thought, obviously, well, there's Emperor so many different types of birds. I thought we list. could group them more largely. But anyway, Kevin, You've, who's our, who's the best elf, and why are you wrong? This is so tough. I have 
Um, here's what I'll say. Uh, there are some badass elves in the Lord of the Rings. There Tolkien is one correct universe. answer. There are some badass elves in the Tolkien universe, right? And so mm-hmm. it would be very easy to make a list of the ten best Tolkien elves, and you can find them all over the internet. Um, but I ranked uh, several elves, and uh, I have nine on my list that are not Tolkien. Um, <laughs> I ranked more than nine, so I'm not saying I'm not. I don't think that there are multiple Tolkien's in the top ten. I'm just saying to those who are going. There's not a lot of elves. Like I'm thinking about it. There's not a lot. Of, there are. There are. There are enough elves to make oh, this list. So many several, elves. Several. I have, I have ten on long. my list that are not Tolkien. So suck it, yep. Kevin. Okay. Great. <laughs> um, I only have so six. So I'm gonna just start with. I, I really did not want to go first. Um, quick reminder: we all have a challenge card, and a veto card. Um, this yeah. is this this podcast is rank. I. Um, I'm going to pick my favorite elf that's on my list. Dobby the elf. Yep. Dobby the house elf is my favorite elf. That was the right answer. Not my number one, but acceptable. That was the right answer. Yeah, yeah. I'll accept it. I'll accept it. Not most powerful, but definitely could be considered a best. Whatever. Are you ranking on power? Because you're going to get pretty pissed off at some point. It's going to be real weird. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't know when. I don't know when, but you will get mad. (laughs) All right. Yeah. So, uh, great, great, great. This is good. Dobby the Elf, number one. That's fine. Uh, I'm going to – we'll see. We'll see. Kev – or actually, Hope Camp, I think I'm going to piss you off before you'll piss me off. So I'm taking Elf number two on this list. And Elf number two is Hermie. Hermie who wanted to be a dentist. Yep. From This is from the Claymation film. Uh, Claymation, uh, Rudolph, Rudolph the Red-Nosed the Reindeer. reindeer. Um, Hermie was an elf and didn't want to be a Santa's elf. He wanted to be a dentist. Hermie doesn't want to be an elf. Hermie doesn't want to be an elf. You think that's the site? Your 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 complaint on Dobby was not the most powerful, and then you put up Hermie too. <laughs> I love. There's Hermie, so much space Hermie in that head. Almost single handedly, almost single handedly takes down the freaking Yeti Sasquatch, abominable snow. Dobby almost uh, single handedly takes down Voldemort. Then. What's more powerful? Anyways, anyone doing anything? Great. Hermie staying at number two. I think we're all looking around at each other like <laughs> who's going to do it. Kev- <laughs> Kevin hates this movie the most, though. I do. Uh, <laughs> so I feel like you're the one that's obligated. And we'll pick As an agent of chaos, you. I'm leaving it. Hermie made my list um, very far down. Um so I'm going to force Hovcamp and Flynn to do something they don't want to do. And I'm going to challenge with the Keebler Elves. Absolutely uh, not a thing that I don't want to do. Ernest J. Keebler is on my list. I was yep. going to break them up as too, too <laughs> broad. I thought Ernie was the number one Keebler. I elf. feel like we can't we can't do this list justice you, and put multiple Keeblers Penguins on the list. Was, was good, but you're like, nope. I the three Keebler elves need to be split there up. There are way less. <laughs> no, you're thinking of Snap, Crackle, and Pop, and those, those do not need to be split up because you can't distinguish one. Uh, from well, there, are, there, are men, there are many Snap, Keeblers. Snap, Crackle, and Pop are not elves. There, there are many not all, They're not all in the Keebler family, but there are many Keebler elves. But and Ernie Keebler, elves, Keebler is the one, is the mask. Scott, if you were to pick one, yeah, I agree, and he is the right choice. But I'm I think with, I think we're yeah, just going to say Keebler elves. Yep. Yeah, 
If, so Perfect. all the Keebler elves? Yes. Sure, whatever. <laughs> wow. Hermie got beat out by the Keebler elves. Hermie is not okay. one of the ten non-Middle-Earth dwelling uh, elves on my list. He I appreciate sucks. trying to make Camp mad, but Hermie is not that. <laughs> All right. I am happy to put the Keebler Elves at two, despite the fact that they are number 10 on my list. <laughs> because Hermie okay. doesn't belong okay. I would have much rather our list start off with Dobby than Winky, but I'm cool with the Keebler Elves. Great. <laughs> Winky? Great. You put Winky on here? Wow. Okay, go ahead, Hovecamp. Okay. Can we talk about Middle Earth now? Can we please? <laughs> we can. This is way sure. too far down the list for this. Uh, and there is, there is an interesting debate to be had about which elf uh, you should rank at number one. But for me, it does not get better uh, or more powerful, more cerebral, more elegant, more beautiful than Galadriel. Flynn, you were right. Yes, we were I debating you. before you got yeah. on whether you would choose Elrond or Galadriel. They are the top oh, two. Absolutely. Um, there are several. Galadriel is way more powerful, though, than Elrond. There are several more that I think. Um, Selim Brimble. I wish someone would have said, like, Gilgalad as, like, a, a dark horse. But, uh, yeah, no, it's Galadriel. Yeah. So, whatever that, whatever right. that bet payout is, Kevin, pay it up. That's seven shots of moonshine. <laughs> Two of Malort. <laughs> <laughs> Mixed together and Plus chugged. the punishment grid. <laughs> Ooh. It's a big go. job. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need it. <laughs> You're just pouring I'm already away. super rich. I forgot. Yep, I'm good. I'm cool yeah, with Gladriel, it. Gladriel at three is great. Yeah. I do think she was... I do think the debate is interesting. Because in some ways... It, and I think it's shown more visually in the film than it is in the books. But in some ways, she was more tempted and corrupted by the ring than than he was. Um, which Who's means he? that cast him into the fire, Isildur. Elrond was never offered the ring. Sorry, right? But he was that is true with it. I mean, at the fellowships meeting, he's staring right. at it. He he was the, he was the, not the big, by it. Like the Galadriel. big thing is when you're offered the ring, can you refuse it? Oh, no one was ever trying to take the ring from Frodo, save that bastard Boromir. Um, and that was a big problem too. But it's it's the big test is, you know, can you refuse it? Gandalf does. Can you refuse it? Galadriel does. Can you refuse it? Aragorn does. Um, and that is the ultimate test. So she wasn't more tempted. She was just expressing her temptation more than the other sure. ones. Sure, sure. Fair. Okay. 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 Okay, Hovecamp. Okay. Flynn? Uh, Flynn. I'm going to go with Buddy because he is extremely <laughs> yep, iconic. So this Definitely is an interesting yeah. question. He's not an Technically elf. not. Buddy an elf, is not. But Buddy, Buddy is elf. not biologically elf. He identifies as an elf. And I I'm definitely had him on my list and totally forgot that he was Will Ferrell, not an elf. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> He's on my list too. But it's interesting because elf, elf in is a race, right? And so it is. I, I do think that it is disingenuous to put another Christmas elf ahead of Buddy. If Buddy is eligible Except for, the list, for which I think he should. I, I think a hundred percent Buddy the Elf counts. I, I yeah. think a hundred percent it counts. I agree. I if you want to challenge have, your veto, go ahead, but I don't. I'm just saying I have a a one other Christmas elf ranked above Buddy. Interesting. I have two other on my list, but I'm curious. That'll be interesting. 
Oh, um, I know, I know which one Kevin has, and I will probably. Eh, I don't know if I'm gonna mention. If it anyway, needs to ahead. be, we can sit Buddy on the shelf. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a question. <laughs> Put Buddy mark. the Elf on the shelf. <laughs> I'm gonna make a question mark challenge on this one because I think it, it's a fair time to do this. Does Link count as an elf? I, I was between Link the answer, and the answer is yes. He, I was he, between Link gonna, and Buddy. Then I will challenge here with Link. Ooh. But if, here's if the thing. Link does not if, count, he's not technically an elf, but he's very elvish. He's he, Hylian. Hi, he Hylian, in, in the world of Zelda, Hylians are the equivalent of elves in yeah. Middle-earth. Right, yes. So if you're going to call Link an elf, like if you're going to call Betty an elf, you absolutely have to call Link an elf. That's I was That's between the two of them this. for this. So Interesting. I have Buddy uh, way I, further down on my list than Link, and I think Link is... How are we not putting Zelda in the top? I think four? they're they're I, mean, I think they're both iconic. I think The Legend that, of Zelda. I think that the Buddy is is a more wide reaching character than Link. We do not care about our reach. We've reached like four people and they want Link. We ranked <laughs> birds last time. So wait, time. okay, so, so Hope Camp is legitimately Anybody Hope Camp that's is still challenging. Here. <laughs> right. Anyone who's still listening, 60 episodes later, uh, Hope Camp is legitimately challenging Buddy the Elf. He's challenging with Link. That yeah, is, that he, is he said he was side. challenging it only if it counted. We decided to count it, so the challenge stands. Yep. Yeah, I, will, I 100% will side with Link. I love Buddy, but Link's better. And I hate Christmas, so Link it is. <laughs> Link it uh, I had Link it too, so I'm I'm excited to to thwart Christmas once again. All right, Kevin and Huffcamp use challenges. All vetoes stand, and Flynn and Jacob still have challenges available. And my top three are in the top four, so I'm, I'm interesting. Interesting. Um, All right, Kevin. You'll never guess which one wasn't in the top three. (laughs) (laughs) It's Keebler, because you told us it was ten. At five, I choose Loki. Loki's a a dark elf. No, he's not a dark elf. He's not a dark elf. He's a frost giant. He's half Jotun. He's half half Jotun, which is a frost giant. He's a frost giant. Marvel expertise removed. (laughs) He is not a dark elf. The Dark Elves were eradicated Ke- Kevin is by his grandfather. Malekith. Yeah. I don't think that he's portrayed very well in the movie, so he's not on my list. But anyway, Loki is definitely not an elf. Yeah, he's definitely a son of a frost giant. Laufey. Yeah. So species. Frost Giant. That is occurring according to the Marvel Cinematic Universe wiki. Which, if you had um, to choose the opposite of Elf, <laughs> Frost Giant's probably it. Sure. Oh, no, you're right. Oh, hold I don't, on, hold on. I don't know what hold I on. found. I'm going to... No, no, no. Kevin, I'm going to back you up on this now. Loki, according to Norse mythology, is actually... Uh, is a god's... Uh, but the, you, you are correct in this. Um, in Norse mythology, it says blah, 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 blah. Gods and elves are from the same race? No, what is that? I really no, we don't, don't, need, we don't need to go into it. That's what trying to do. No, I think <laughs> it's he was... not. I think I was just mistaken. <laughs> I think that's he was fine. talking it about Tom Hillston. Uh, <laughs> according to Encyclopedia Britannica, Loki in North mytho- Norse mythology, a cunning trickster, had the ability to change his shape and sex. Although his father was the giant Farabaltiel, 
Farabouti. So still of giant. Off giant. Yep. <laughs> um, okay. So here's what I'm going to go to then. I do have one. Five is really high for this. but So you only had eight that weren't in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> and one was Hermes. There are this elves is, in the MCU. This is rough. <laughs> this is a rough no, list I'm Kevin I'm put good. together. It's basically yeah, a seven. Right, <laughs> I think that the best portrayal of what an elf is supposed to be in the Christmas genre is Bernard from the Santa Claus. Uh, yep, that's what I figured you would put here. I had him one below, buddy. I have him above <sighs> Buddy the Elf. You cannot put him above Buddy. I'm challenging with Buddy. I was going to say, this is also somewhat disrespectful to several other uh, Lord of the Rings Tolkienverse elves. 100%. It is. Excuse me, it this is, is that. disrespectful. I'm challenging with Buddy. to Hermie. Hermie's disrespectful to elves, pretty. <laughs> The man was born an elf and decided dentistry was better? Get out of here. All right. Buddy or Bernard? So here's my case. Bernard Bernard took someone, Scott Calvin, who was totally commercial, did not care about Christmas, saw it was a myth, and he is the, he is the person who helped him understand the obligation he had to all of the children. And without Bernard... It doesn't matter how how great, um, oh, what's his name? The kid in the movie, Scott Calvin. So iconic of a character. In no, no. A movie. Charlie, isn't it? Charlie, Charlie. It Charlie. doesn't matter how it doesn't matter how much Charlie believes. It's Bernard that convinces Scott Calvin that he has to become Santa Claus, and they made two other awful movies. Uh, based on the movie The Santa Claus, because Tim Allen's character becomes so lovable in assuming the Christmas spirit in becoming Santa Claus. And so I think Bernard deserves our credit here. He just does a phenomenal job. I don't want to make Flynn's argument, but Buddy literally does the same thing to James Conn's character. Rest in Rest peace. In peace. I, was, I was gonna say that. I was wait yeah. But I don't God, think you know that James Conn died or who he is, so I needed to get the rest in peace in there. But you can go no, with your argument. No, I do yes, that. Pour one out for James Conn. I, right. <laughs> I'm talking to Flynn, who's oh, all, who yeah, I think has seen fair. one James Conn movie, and it is Elf. Yeah, I don't know who you're talking about. I know, I know the guy. I didn't know he died. Walter I don't Hobbs. know what else Walter he's Hobbs. in. Yes, but our our, like our Twitter account, ago. our Twitter account, the Airbnb Twitter account. Put out a rest in peace, James Conn, hours uh, after James Conn, unfortunately, met his demise. <laughs> we, Why did you uh, say it like that? <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, he was like 82. He lived a long life. <laughs> he was ruling for too long, and he was overthrown. And in my mind, demise. <laughs> in my mind, James Conn died at a toll booth being shot by 14 different Tommy guns the way that Sonny, his character, does in the first Godfather movie. Like, that's okay. how I imagine he okay. went out because that's the way he needed okay. to go out. That's what they – he actually wrote that into his will, and that is what the funeral will be. <laughs> anyway, is the – Hope Camp and Jacob, is it Buddy the Elf or Bernie? Bernard. Bernard. Uh, it is very close. I do love and Of Bernard. these two, I will stick to the ranking because I'm a man of honor and put Buddy the Elf at five. We'll Same. see what Pretty does. Buddy the Elf is, is, is higher, is higher ranked you. for me than Bernard. Come on. I wanted you to send it to the number. All right, so Buddy is number five. Buddy the Elf. 
No, okay. because I would have so lost. So it's to me now. <laughs> this has been a, a good, <laughs> this has been a tough way to get to five. We have not exactly been agreeing. We are not on the no, same this page. Is good. So um, this, I'm, I'm submitting them as a duo because you don't know them individually. Uh, and actually, you all, the three of you I'm probably don't know this. them at all, but that's fine. I'm worried. Um, they're from a <laughs> very no uh, cult classic Jim Henson movie. Oh, the Dark Crystal. Uh, I'm submitting Jen and Kira them... from the Dark. Crystal. I think you can you can separate and just leave it at Jen. I think. I think so. Too. I don't think okay, those actually. two like Snap, Crackle, then and Jen. Pop, and the Keebler Elves are an entity, but I think those are unique characters that need to be separated. Yeah. Okay, Jen. Yeah, Jen is acceptable. I've I don't I I think that this cult classic is overhyped so much. It is the opposite so of the good. labyrinth in the sense that you should go watch the labyrinth. It's amazing. You don't actually have to watch the Dark Crystal. It's it's not I, that great. I thought so. Netflix came out with a show with like 150 famous people voicing these characters that I thought was going to be amazing. And yeah, I it's the prequel. Went into so I was like, I'm going to watch this original, and I. Not in a way of like, what am I watching? This is bizarre, like a Christopher Nolan, but I'm enjoying every second of it. There is, it's, it's a very weird movie. Yeah. Um, and you have to, it's a Muppet movie for adults that doesn't get weirder or that doesn't get less weird based on that description. <laughs> okay. Now I want to watch it. Which is just like the labyrinth, except for minus David Bowie. Watch the labyrinth. Yeah. And why would you take out David Bowie for a cult classic of Muppets? David Bowie's not I watch elf. weird things, man, okay? No, I didn't want you to put up David <laughs> Bowie pretty. David Bowie's a goblin. We all know this. Not goblins. We're all ranking right, well. elves. Next time we can do goblins if you want, but Ooh, we're not, yeah, we we're not ranking goblins. goblins. That'd be good. Jareth, the Goblin King. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so, wait, so, okay. so, are so you yeah. putting up Jen, Jen. or just splitting them Jen. up matter? No, I'm put putting up Jen. up Jen. Putting up Jen. Jen from the Dark Crystal. I, I, I'm going to have to abstain. I'm not going to veto because I haven't seen it. So it's really up to you two. You know what? I don't care. It's never going to be more valuable now. Veto. Elrond is at six. I support Elrond at six. Okay, that's fine. You guys are assholes. Put some Lord of the Rings <laughs> elves on this and show some <laughs> respect. <laughs> it's Tolkien we're talking about. <laughs> All right. Uh, Practically it's my turn. Elves. My turn, and it's Winky. Not even the Winky. second best. Not even the second best house elf in the thing. <laughs> Winky's awesome. Okay, You're gonna ignore creature. Well, yeah, this creature is... sucks. Creatures. Creature does one thing. Creature is racist. Yeah, he's he's, he's an he's awful, a racist awful. By the end, Winky's a drunk. <laughs> okay, fine. We are too. So... He has a point. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I would rather, for mo- more of the books, I would rather identify with Winky, who is just a down-on-her-luck drunkard that wants to be, literally wants to be enslaved. I mean, no, that's fine. I'm just going to veto let's, this. Let's we're, also we're voice on. that. I'd, I'd, Ooh, yep, and it's already done. I'm, yeah, I'm vetoing that's that. Fine. We're moving on. Winky um, sucks. Okay, no, Winky doesn't suck. And it's back to me. Yep. Yes. Kevin. Uh, Ian Lightfoot. Oh, wrong Lightfoot. But good, good one. But good one. Wrong Lightfoot, Interesting. Though. For those who are not familiar, Ian Lightfoot is the main character in the animated film Onward. I did not think and, of that. Um, I did not think oh, of that. Yes, there is. Ian else. is voiced totally by Tom that. Holland. Um, he's, he is a That's great Tom character. That's Tom Holland? I didn't know that. Yeah. 
Yes, cool. Tom Holland and Chris Pratt. You can't Chris do Pratt's party right now. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie too. It's fantastic. It made me cry. It's a it's really a good campaign movie. Starring it's like a... two of your favorite ca- like actors that you didn't know were in the movie. Do you... I knew Chris Pratt? I think was it in says. It. It's like the first thing it says is like Chris Pratt and Tom Holland onward. And there is like nobody. That. There is nobody who sounds anything like Tom Holland. You know it's Tom Holland because it's Tom Holland. You can see it. He's lanky as hell. He's awkward. He's funny. Um, it, it's a great film. Um, he's a great character, and he deserves our respect. Yeah, I did not have him on my list, and, this and is I number love it. Seven? That was Six. an oversight. I, I would have actually seven. glad that yeah. he said that kind seven. Of, seven. I would have probably put his yeah. brother, played by Chris Pratt, up. I can't remember. So I thought of that. Name. I really Barley, did think of that. I like Barley his character Barley more. But I'll, 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 I'll stick. I'll, I'm cool with it here. I'm not going to veto it. Yeah. The decisions that Ian makes towards the end of the film about his brother, um, I, I don't want to spoil it for those who haven't seen it, but I agree that at the, at the first half of the movie, I like Chris Pratt's character better. But the way in which Ian grows up and becomes a better brother at the Well, he end, grows up and he's like, he he starts to appreciate everything that his brother has done for him. Exactly, and so, and so it's it's like okay, I'm just appreciating how good of a of a person my brother is. That doesn't mean yeah. that he's a better. No, no, character. the sacrifice he makes at the end of the film for his brother is significant. Yeah, really cool, really cool. And so I <laughs> okay, that okay. to me is the tiebreaker. You said no spoilers, and then I feel like what you just said. If someone starts watching the movie, is like, oh, Kevin just spoiled this. Then <laughs> I don't think so. Listen, it's been out for it, it came out in the middle of true. the pandemic. It's that's two true. years old now. If you haven't seen it yet. It was it like it was spoiled. like they were like, oh man, yeah, yeah. We, we are, we're Pixar, and we were going to release this movie, but now there's a pandemic. What do we do? And they put it on Disney Plus, and if you and it was that was awesome. Like you had nothing else to do at this time. This was like yeah, maybe June of 2020. I remember that. what I was doing when I no. watched that. Like it was one of those things where it I'm was, like, I, that's cool. Yeah, and then right the on last the last dragon that, came out. We were all like, why did you make this? So I still haven't seen that. Um, yeah. Ryan, the last Same. dragon. Yeah, yeah, it was terrible. I thought it was quality. No, it's it bad. wasn't exceptional. So tell me, cool. is anyone vetoing, or am I writing no. this down in ink? No, put that no. in ink. Ian Lightfoot. Ian I Lightfoot. Am. That's good. Uh, and pretty. Get us rolling with eight. All right. Number eight is Cirilla Fiona Ellen Rhiannon, otherwise known as Siri. From The Witcher? Yeah. She's part elf. Part elf, but not it's an elf. much elf. She's descendant of elder blood. I think she counts. Agreed. All right, so Siri for number eight. Cool, great. I can do nothing. I can do nothing either. Did we say that it counted? I froze. For no, a hot I'm vetoing. I'm vetoing. I. All right. When running out at eight. Yeah. The only person with any cards left to play. Jacob has played no cards. Everybody when else has played, played no cards. Super Everybody else game. is out. For some reason, I care about this list being legitimate, and I don't know why I care about that right now. <laughs> But I do. Well, well, considering this is probably the end, and um, Arwen and Legolas will be left off the list, not because of me, because of you guys. Um, <laughs> we didn't even get to mention Glorfindel or Gilgalad. I mean, Glorfindel is the only elf mentioned in The Martian. That's of note. <laughs> so, anyway, you guys are responsible for that. that is true. I'm going to so abdicate. Okay. You're at eight. 
Yes. You uh, asked for elf, none of this. Elf on the shelf is at eight. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do this. Don't do this oh, thing you do. I actually, Don't oh, do this, this thing you do when you're so this mad. This is oatmeal all, all over all again. Over. I actually, I legitimately had this on. What other elf on this list can you just say? That that will make your small child behave. Now, Kevin, you obviously, your Santa hating child. You just know where he goes. <laughs> your Santa hating child is maybe an exception to this, but <laughs> every other kid, you can just point to this elf on the shelf and say, "I think you should behave," and that elf will do it. Now, I don't raise kids myself, but some of you say, all do, and I feel it, like that is a power that no other elf we've mentioned wields. I and don't I believe that it's, it works. Legitimately had elf. You on just the got shelf mad that Arwen like and Legolas seven. were going to be taken <laughs> off the list, and you were just like, "Never mind, Elf on the Shelf." Like I, 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 I wanted you guys it. to know that it's I wanted be, Elf on the Shelf on the list, but it, it is not ranked higher than Arwen and Legolas. But it, I'm not the reason that those two aren't going to be on the me list. Me being you guys. me, I love this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's on it's Elf on the Shelf, or you you do something. Come on, pretty. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm going to challenge. Oh, with Drizzt Doerden from Dungeons and Dragons, the Ooh. easily the most Drizzt Doerden from Dungeons Should and Dragons. Should have put Dirk Turfto. Easily, what, what campaign is this from? Easily, is this is this uh, Critical Role? He's he's referenced it. Uh, no, no, no. He's he's referenced in all of the Wizards of the Coast stuff. Um, he's this rogue that appears uh, consistently throughout the Underdark. Um, he is actually. I take that back. He is uh, used in Critical Role, I believe, a little bit, or a character's based off of him. Uh, but he. You just in said that Chill Filtered was portal. skunking the whiskey. I don't want <laughs> you to just say, "Oh no, wait." You know what he was? Because I want everyone to know that we don't believe you. That you know that he might be, but you don't know that. <laughs> let's be really, okay. let's be really clear about how we don't care what Pretty's doing in this moment. But um, <laughs> I have a feeling this is going to the number because I think we need to appeal more to our D and D crowd than we have in our first sixty something episodes. And He's I a, also think well, that Drizzt's a drow. He's a drow. He's awesome. I think I think Elf on the elf. Shelf is is, is a travesty. So I, I'm going <laughs> to... To the numbers! Whatever right. the hell pretty I had, said. I had, I had Elf on the Shelf one behind Bernard. <laughs> and I'm not so, joking about this list. Who, I, I, don't, I haven't done the numbers in a while. Who was ahead of Creature? You guys, you, Kevin, and Flynn texted out, and I guess it. Uh, no, I don't guess it. Pretty does because no, he I challenged. Kevin, I'm te- I'll, yes, I will yes, text yes. you, Kevin. Yes, and Pretty chooses the number one or the number two. Mm-hmm. After uh, after confirmation of receipt, text text. Oh, I received the number. Okay, it is number one. It is not. Elf on the shelf is number eight on our list. Oh my god! It's actually oh, number eight on my about. list. So this is that's what I'm talking about. Uh, you know what? This you was not suck. oatmeal, Kevin. This was legit. Okay, oatmeal was <laughs> was spiteful and anger induced. <laughs> my favorite, my favorite thing you've ever done on our podcast. Like when I think about Huff Camp and what was something he said, where I was like, "This is this is my friend. This is the person I've known for more than ten years, and here's how he approaches the world. <laughs> here's what I think of. You know what? Rolls." <laughs> That's what I think so, of when I think of you in this podcast. Quick story, you know what, quick story <laughs> before we get to wait, number nine. Wait, was that what we were ranking Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving yeah. foods. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid. So this is a quick story. I'm, I'm on the way to Asheville, North Carolina. Stand with. 
with a friend of ours, Nick Cropper, and he has not really listened to our podcast, and so I was choosing ones that I think that he would enjoy because he's not very nerdy. And so I, I chose the breakfast foods one. And as soon as Kevin said oatmeal, he threw his hands in the air and goes, what? And we're driving through the hills of North Carolina. He's he was so driving. <laughs> I was like, now you should listen to our podcast. Um, uh, number uh, nine is This is how be... Matilda made our list, by the way. Just making everybody clear. I understand. She's, this Arwen. is how Matilda made our list of magic users. Arwen, Number sure. nine. I have Arwen. not been more proud of Flynn in, in, on a ranking. On this late in a ranking, I'm never proud of Flynn. But what did he say? Was, uh, he said Arwen. Veto. Arwen. Veto. What? Veto. <laughs> you just vetoed. Flynn to this game. <laughs> Guys. Herbie's getting on Listen, this list, and it's not going to be fun. Erwin just I'm got proud vetoed? Of you. Yeah, yes, I'm proud of you Arwen. for the chaos, but I'm mad as well. So, <laughs> well, I, well, this is this is Kevin and Pretty deciding at the end of this list. Yeah, so we I, could go. I, well, oh, Pretty's going to get ten. Legolas is Legolas is getting on the I list because I can't put Eowyn at nine because she's been vetoed. So. Uh, also, well, you, you can't put, put Eowyn at all because she's an elf. That's what I meant. That's what no, I said. Eowyn is the, the best fighter. I know. In the best fighter in, in all Middle-earth. I most would really like this to be clarified. It was most accomplished. <laughs> most accomplished. And that still is a dumb-ass <laughs> way to try to win that debate. And pretty just ate the whole thing up. No, no, Ar- Ar- Arwen, is, Arwen is not able to go at nine, so I will choose Legolas at nine. And pretty can't do anything about it. And now Pretty has number Fine. 10. And it's going to be Hermie. Legolas is the fourth best elf in Middle-earth. No, so yeah, fine. yeah, yeah. That's that's fine. Here's the issue, is it's not going to be Hermie because we need to span some universes. And we have, we've touched upon Christmas. We have not at all gone into Dungeons & Dragons. You all turned down Drizzt. So I'm going to instead uh, shout out to Jamal Tiz Nasty, AJA, aka DJ Tins. Um, we're going DJ with Nasty. his character. DJ Nasty Tins. You're right, DJ Nasty Tins. My bad. We're going with his character from season one of You Meet in a Tavern. Uh, go listen to it. They've got some awesome music and stuff. Derf Turf Toe. Hove, walk us through the list. Someone right. needs to someone uh, needs to tag will, tag Jamal so, when we post this. He's gonna be like, uh, so what? there will okay. be. I will give a couple of shout outs. Uh, Kevin, most notably, Bernard is not on this list, so I know you're pretty bummed about that. Um, he does belong on it for the record. But number one is Dobby the House Elf. Number two is the Keebler Elves because we don't specify anymore. Heaven forbid you try <laughs> to put up penguins. Three is Galadriel, who's probably actually number one. Four is Link. Five is Buddy the Elf. Six is Elrond. Seven is Ian Lightfoot from the movie Onward. Eight is Elf on the Shelf. Nine is Legolas. And ten is Durf Turf Toe. Shout out to special guest that one time, Jamal. Yeah, just make sure everybody understands. It's N-A-Dollarstein-T. So that's yes. how you spell DJ Nasty Tins. D-J-N-A-Dollarstein-T. Nasty. Got it. All right. We can move and on. Tins is T-I-N-T. Um, also, yeah, Creature, point. Glorfindel, uh, Snap, Crackle, and Pop, all not on this list as well. Yeah, Winky and Creature know, like, were the only two people, and Arwen, obviously. I still don't know who Winky is. Still don't know who Winky is. Winky's the drunk uh, that that is working Former in the kitchens. Barty Crouch. Yeah, she's Barty, Barty Crouch's. Crouch's. Right? 
um, elf that gets freed, and but she doesn't want to be free, and so she gets into alcoholism because she's depressed, and and Dobby helps her out of that and befriends her, and, and, he she, help, and she helps Harry. I believe Harry. she is, in the fourth one in particular, where we introduce her, she's a pawn of Barty Crouch Jr. Yeah. Yes, yeah, 100%. Junior. Yeah, she helps Barty Crouch break his son out of Azkaban. Senior. Uh, notable notable uh, omissions, uh, Malekith. Senior. I did, yeah, and the he Dark was at Elves. the very bottom of the list. He suffers from being a poorly developed villain in maybe the worst Marvel movie. Yeah, Malekith uh, wasn't. Also, until the Eternals. Until list. the Eternals. Also, so, the, uh, so the actor the that plays Malekith is... Also, the Doctor in Doctor Who, he's the the ninth Doctor, and he is of of the newest Doctor Who's that uh, that I have actually watched. He's the worst Doctor, and so I I I, I'm going to speak for the three of us and just say, for like sixty something episodes, you've been trying to talk to us about Doctor Who. You should watch Doctor Who. We do not care. We do not care. (laughs) It's a great, great British. Fantasy. There, I, that I actually, tried. That I is tried. A, a nerdy thing that could top that we could discuss if three of us cared. <laughs> yes, I do need to watch Doctor. <laughs> I, I wish we could discuss Doctor Who because it's fantastic. I'm glad we don't. You <laughs> and your wife should start a Doctor Who's podcast that no one will listen to. Doctor Who's like Doctor Who's. <laughs> Doctor Who's. Doctor Who's. There are okay. there are Doctor multiple Doctor Doctors. Doctor Who's podcast. Doctors. Don't care. Don't care about this crap. Oh, he's a doctor. Doctor Who. Who's Who's Doctor? Who's Doctor? Who's the Doctor? I don't know. And he has a Third podcast. Base. <laughs> you should watch Doctor. What are we anyway. doing next? Flynn, one, thing, one, thing, one thing that is true. Flynn said earlier is I did give him one compliment today, which was I like the game we're about to play. Yes. Flynn, tell us about the game. I we're hope, about it, I play hope game. it doesn't fail because then Kevin will have to retract the one thing he said nice to Flynn. I kind of gave five fail. points to <laughs> Hufflepuff because I liked what he said. <laughs> and Flynn, and Flynn has take has grasped on to two other things Kevin said and took them as compliments. <laughs> he said that I looked fancy, <laughs> and he said nice work on something that I didn't do, um, but he handed to me. So <laughs> threw it on the desk of your supervisor. This- um, again, gracious. just keeping to correct you in this moment. Anyway, um, anyway, so <laughs> let's play a game. Our game tonight is going to be a three-round game, where um, if you have seen the social media trend of people saying that this person is a one out of ten, but and then they talk about a character trait, and so. Uh, you know, you know, Hove Camp's uh, uh, an, an eight, but he has a hole in his chest. Would that it's a would that make it a crater and a, a hole? A are crater different in things. his chest, same thing. So not, you know, not, then the oh, no. then the person they're talking to would step in a crater. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, so then that person would be like, oh, that well, that makes him a six instead. I have described some people, some fictional characters. Um, in terms of, I'm I'm ranking them on a one to ten scale based on, um, you know, the 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 trend is physical attractiveness, but I'm also throwing in there some personality traits and stuff like that. And then I have a a a 
something that they have done or a trait about themselves in the movies that these guys are going to have to guess. And so I'm going to say, you know, he or she is a 1 out of 10, and then a trait that they portray um, or something that they do that either takes them negative or positive. You will buzz in by saying whatever your name is. That is a really long thing to have to buzz in with. Whatever your name is. Okay. I will call on you. And then you will have to guess who this person is. And I will give you what the uh, category is before each round. So there's three rounds, five questions per round. Um, Any wagers that you would like to put out there? Will will we know... I, I think I will be terrible with this, so I'm not betting anything. I'm pretty sure I'm going to get my ass kicked. I um, think you're going to win this, actually. Excellent. Uh, I will try, but I do think I'm going to lose. And then if I bet that I lose, then I won't you try. You try. So I should not bet. But I do I do um, think the, the winner, one of the three of us is going to win, right? Yes. Each round? Sure. So that person should not have to take a shot. The other two should. Each round. And then at the end of the game... Same thing, right? Both came strong. Got it. Got it. Uh, I do have a question. I have to be on TV tomorrow. Perfectly unclear. Will you, so you said you're including personality in this. Um, Will you say, like, if someone is a nine, like your example was she's a nine, but she's skinny dips with a bunch of dudes, the answer is Mulan. Will you say anything about what makes her a nine? Is it looks? Is it personality is it fighting skills is it badassery if you need a clarification i will total okay because if you ask for a clarification if you're stumped i'll I'll clarify what that number means to me i'm basing this off of the ranking of elves we have different opinions. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but oh, so oh i want you to think about this. nine is my four flint, and i was like but, well this is a bad guy hove flynn has seen 17 movies total that's why I don't so, think he's going to do all movies. Even so, better, it's all MCU. <laughs> so I just remember that, like, you know, we don't have to think as broadly as you might think. What are the so, odds that anything Flynn says we could find on a platform that is not Disney Plus? Just say Moana every time. I think that it's all from something on Disney Plus. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Your, possible, your category, how I, possible How I Met Your Mother, maybe. But your category. Know. Would you like to know your category? Yes. It's yeah. Disney movies. So, right. yeah. <laughs> Good start. Good start. So, right. I, first round, is going to be Disney princesses. So, there's five of them Easy. here. How many? And, I didn't place wait, wait, a wager, but round, I think I will The first round win. is Disney, and then the first round no, we'll of go to the it's all, round it's is all, princesses? First round is princesses. Second round is princes, or male characters. And third round is villains, and that's okay. the whole. Let's that's just, the whole let's just game. Do it. That's let's the whole just game. do it. It's the whole okay. game. I thought. Okay. So yeah, it's all Disney. Again, he's all seen Disney. seventeen movies total. I, I, uh, I think I will win. I will go to the board if I lose. Great, great. <laughs> I will not bet that. You'll I, go to I, the punishment grid if you don't win. Thing. Pretty. If Pretty you don't good. win, you're going to the grid, right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's what I meant. The grid. The grid. The board. The spot i don't know Same pretty says if he doesn't win he's going to the grid done lock it okay. in deal all right question number one she's a 10 but her p- 
pet is really judgy, and you don't want to be on his bad whatever, side. Whatever your name is. Whatever your name is. Whatever your name is. Jacob. Jacob. Who is Jasmine? That is correct. That could be a lot. I was going to say, I... <laughs> could have been a few things, but he got it right. Question number two. Scores one zero zero. by the way. She's an eight. But she falls in love real quick and will do unspeakable things is. for her man. Hope game. Whatever your name is. Anna. Incorrect. <laughs> you fool. I will I will repeat the second part of the, the question. She I falls in love disagree. real quick and will do unspeakable things is. for her man. Okay. Whatever your name is. Ariel. That is true. Both are true. Unspeakable. Unspeakable. The, the key word there was unspeakable, but come on, yeah, Hove unspeakable Camp. Good job, is Kevin. putting putting the villain in charge Hove, of your Hove, entire you're, kingdom. Hove, That's you're, unspeakable. Oh, you're All treating right. this as if it's yes or no. It's a riddle. It's a riddle. I'm. I'm, I'm I, I hear I'm it. Riddleizing. I hear, but riddles can have more than one answer that totally fits all of the criteria. And Flint sure, sucks. Sure. That's my point. I, I agree. Flint sucks. I agree. Flint sucks. <laughs> I, I did this whole thing to make Hove Camp mad. Uh, number three. She's a nine, but she cross-dresses regularly. Whatever, whatever name, name is. Of camp. What? Seriously? Mulan. That is that is right. I heard Hove Camp first, Jacob. It's your internet sucks. So. Pretty pretty welcome to talking on a ten second lag. I've been doing it this whole time we've been recording. It sucks in these games. <laughs> Try playing Jinx on it. <laughs> All right, number four. She's an eight, but if you live with her, she'll make cleaning the shower drain a nightmare. Whatever your name is. I heard Kevin first. I told you it's Rapunzel. It is Rapunzel. That's what? That seems hot. Oh. Hot take that Kevin was first. I said all of the things I said before Kevin even started speaking. I get it, I get it, I get it. I heard Kevin first. I heard me first too, but you never know. Everyone should hear themselves first. All right, last one for Disney princesses. She's a nine, but when she's mad, she'll give you the cold shoulder. Whatever her name is. Whatever your name is. Kevin. Elsa. That's correct. All right. Ooh, Kevin's up three. So one, the two one. of you take a shot of something because I won that round. Yep. We're doing this nonsense. I'm just hoping for sure. Okay, I've been. Dr- I was drinking on this podcast for forty-five minutes before either of you showed up. So I said yeah. what I was. I said I was waiting on pretty, and then I showed up with an adorable puppy. Sorry, your your re- rationale is fine. What I said is still true. No one made hey, you start drinking. Ernest is adorable. Ernest is super cute. Hove Camp. Thank you. All right, the second round is Disney princes or you know male characters. They don't necessarily have to be princes. I also but. give myself three on that because I got one right and then I buzzed in before Kevin. So I really, I got three. <laughs> if you say so. Okay. All right. First one, he's a seven, but he lies on the first date and your whole relationship is based on Whatever that your name lie. is. Whatever your name is. Whatever your name Jacob. is. Whatever your name is. Jacob. Who is Aladdin? That is correct. <laughs> you smash that buzzer. <laughs> For the record, pretty it's yeah. the the delay occurs 
not doesn't get better from quantity. <laughs> if you say it louder, maybe it'll happen. <laughs> I think actually, actually, what does help is hand gestures. So try that next time you buzz in. <laughs> All right, number two. He's an eight, but he has a great name. Whatever, Whatever your name your is, name? <laughs> Kevin. Flynn Rider. That is correct. Oh, funny, funny, funny. That feels biased. <laughs> All right. I feel like when we listen back to this, Jacob might actually be buzzing in first, um, but I'm just not hearing it because of his name. He's going anyway. to be the one who edits it to make it sound like he's there, buzzing in there first. There have been yeah, several times. <laughs> so, like, no one here has heard him first. Um, no. He's probably not even He's hearing us late, I think, is the biggest problem. Uh-huh, that's it, yeah. <laughs> All right, number three. He's an eight, but he smells like a moose. Whatever your name whatever is, name whatever is. your name is. I heard Jacob. I did too. You did not. <laughs> I did too. This case sucks. Who is Kristoff? That is correct. Which, by the way, that's not a moose. That's a caribou, and your questions Same suck. Same no. thing. No. <laughs> I almost said Sven, and then I was like, wait a minute. That's the name of the reindeer. I almost <laughs> a said reindeer, Prince not Hans. a caribou. <laughs> All right, number but four. Then I realized that. He's a 10. 4 to 2 to 1. Or 4 to 3 He's to a one. 10, but four he can't be trusted around fine pottery. Whatever your name is. Whatever, Whatever your name is. Hove Camp. Hercules. What? That's Hercules. That you is correct. You've got to be kidding me. <laughs> Questionable so mad. <laughs> I think you get I, it. Like I said. Even though I said it first. All right, last one. It's 4 to 3 to 2. No, it's All right, last one for this 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 round. It's two to two to, or what is it? It's two I to have one. one Pretty round. has two. Hove Camp has one. It's one to two to one. This this right. round I will admit oh, I only have round. one. Last round okay. I got screwed. All right, last one. He's a nine, but he eats a lot of bugs. Whatever your name is. Whatever, your name, Whatever is. name is. Kevin. Simba. Kevin. No, it was Kevin. It's Simba. <laughs> so Pretty and I tied that round. So we both won. Hove Camp takes a shot. You what this game was gonna be. Who the <laughs> thought I was gonna win this? <laughs> Flynn. <laughs> I win by like looking at a riddle for a couple of seconds and then going. And now I just also... to just to catch us up on total wins, I have five, pretty has three, Huffcamp has two, going into round number three. Alright. So this is Disney villains. I should last have bet round. myself to lose, but then also tried, and this is we would have been in the same place, but then you guys wouldn't believe me, and that's why I didn't do it. All right, first villain, she's a two, but she is working on her singing voice. Whatever your name is. Kevin. Ursula. That is correct. Not going to lie, my computer froze the entire time you were talking, so I admit it didn't stand a chance. <laughs> 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 I came back to singing voice. <laughs> all right, number two, he's a four, and all he's trying to do is save his friends from wrongful imprisonment. Whatever your name uh, is? Kevin? 80s? Correct. Nice. nice nicely done. Wow. The Titans Kevin. are in he's prison. Trying to, he's, he's trying, trying to, release to release the Titans. The Titans. <laughs> and he thinks they're wrongfully imprisoned by Zeus. Nice. Interesting. That's Interesting. Good. That's good. All right, number three. She's a five, but she's a little too much of a dog person. Whatever your name is. Whatever your name is. Hove Camp. Cruella DeVille. 
That is correct. Number four, she's a seven, but she protects her daughter to an extreme. Whatever her name is. Of camp. Mother Gothel. That is correct. I did not know the name of that character. I just pictured her. I was like, that one from Tangled. Every single every single time there's been a Frozen question and I've known the answer, I've had to think hard about the character. I get Anna and Elsa, not confused, but their interchange their names are yep. interchangeable to me. Yeah. And then I confuse Hans and Kristoff. That's more of a me problem. Yep, yep, yep. yep. <laughs> Alright, last question of the night. He's a six, but he sucks his thumb. Oh sh- Um Whatever your name is. Kevin. Captain Hook? Nope. He doesn't have a thumb. He does. Whatever your name is. He definitely <laughs> name is. Jacob. He does. Uh, Scar? Incorrect. Oh. I Hang on. I got to think through movies now. This one's the toughest one of the night, so. He's a what? He's a six, but he sucks his thumb. I can freaking picture it, but I can't look at the face at this point. I'm picturing it too. I'm just picturing Alec Baldwin in Boss Baby. <laughs> Super random. <laughs> I'm gonna get really mad, um, but I don't yeah, think probably. I'm taking a shot this round. So I'll just, for the sake of airtime, what's the answer? I, I, the answer Max. is Prince John. That's who it is Damn from it, Robin Hood. That's, that's why I thought that's it was who it is. Yeah, you pretty thought of a lion. Uh, Give him credit for that. Yeah, I'm not I mean, sure that objectively. I'm not sure I was wrong, but yeah, that, that was that was true. Pretty was okay. Closest. So, a couple things. A couple things. Pretty Damn. take a shot because uh, you definitely lost that round. Take a shot. I did. Hundred um, percent. You also are going to the grid, my friend, because you did not win. Um, oh, I have a new grid punishment. Enough. Uh, I won with a uh, total of seven, and you tied with Hovcamp. No, I'm sorry. You lost. You lost outright. Hovcamp got four. You only got three, sir. I got hot. I got hot on the villains. You did. Um, So Pretty actually came in third of three and is going to the grid. I choose the uh, eat ten tacos in one night from Taco Bell. That's my punishment. Oh, God. Live okay, on podcast, you have to do it on the podcast, though. So you have to be here yeah, next easy. time. <laughs> I mean, sure, or I can do it, like, remotely over here, and I'll just go get a party pack from Taco Bell. Pretty he means easy. be here on the podcast, not be here in Kentucky. <laughs> oh, my God. Someone Pretty close like, no, out. Guys, we have technology. It's called Zoom, and I can eat podcasts, and you all see me do it. Or I can eat you tacos. You can eat podcasts. You can eat podcasts. <laughs> you guys let me take oh a bunch God. of shots in a game I knew I was going to lose. <laughs> well, you know what? We've been rambling on for way too long oh, at this God. point. We have, and it's, in a, it's oh, a thing man. that I'll apologize for very gracefully now because you didn't ask for it. We gave it to you anyway. Apologies. On behalf of my fellow hosts, we are deeply Sorry. So have a drink on us, and we'll see you next week. And I say next week, but honestly, we're so behind. We'll see you whenever we, we release. And you know what else we are? We are Santa's elves. Go buy some Keebler elf cookies, you know? I will say, those butter butter cookie chocolate cream are by far my favorite store-bought cookies. <laughs>